0: I can just say like really trust in yourself, follow your own heart and your own passion and do what you want to do. And if that's being a female on the production ground or is it might be a female in engineering, why not? If that's your passion, follow it.
1: So hello and welcome to DAREcast powered by Henkel. My name is Patricia Reiners. I'm your host and freelance UX and innovation designer from Zurich. I'm focusing on immersive tech. I'm very passionate about new technologies and innovation, and I really love to create content and educational experiences around your ex and the future on social media. So I am thrilled to introduce our two daring women for today's topic, Karina and Isabel. Karina has joined Henkel in 2019. After heading a regional team for the last four and a half years, she recently embarked on a daring journey joining the newly built Innovation Excellent team as the Director of Innovation, Infrastructure and Services. Despite bidding farewell to a fantastic team, Karina is thrilled to dive into her new role, supporting global innovation across our diverse sub-businesses. Currently, she's immersing herself in her new team getting acquainted with roles and responsibilities with a keen focus on innovation centers. the recently opened Adhesive Service Center and the Established Analytical Service Group. Beyond her professional life, Karina is passionate about people, innovation and winning together. As a passionate diver and world traveler, she embraces meeting and exchanging with people, breaking boundaries and enriching diversity. Isabel recently finished the Henkel Changes graduate program. And she is now she and sustainability manager for the Düsseldorf Adhesive Production Site. She stands for Safety, Health and Environment. Isabel is driven by a passion for creating meaningful impact in her work, uh, excelling in change management and uncovering the motivations that propel people forward. Beyond her professional endeavors, she lives in Düsseldorf with her partner, embracing a love of hiking, volleyball, and board games. So without further ado, let's dive into this game-changing conversation about women in STEM and explore the inspiring stories by our two guests. Welcome, Karina and Isabel. Let's get started with you, Isabel. Please tell us a little bit, when did you first realize your passion for
2: these STEM topics? What were your first touch points? Yes, so my first touch points were obviously in school and I always loved math and logical games. Then in high school, I was honestly a bit unsure about which direction to take career path-wise. But as I enjoyed math and science, I opted for an engineering major, so I studied industrial engineering, and with that, I slowly developed a deeper appreciation for science topics and being able to understand how things work in detail. And then my passion, I think I developed during my internship in the automobile industry, where I was on the shop floor basically every day and was able to gain a lot of knowledge about the technologies and the concepts behind it. And I realized for myself that working in a technical field really brings me a lot of joy.
1: And Karina, how was that for you? When, When did you decide to
0: join Henkel? What is your personal journey into this career? I decided to join Henkel as I had a time off after my first two jobs. When I was in the first two jobs, I started in automotive and focused there on technology development, seeing like what is out there in the world and how you can make it automotive suitable. Then I changed to go to an adhesive supplier, get some first insights also in team management and yeah, what wonderful opportunities adhesive offers to the industry. So, so super exciting. But after those two, I decided to make a break and And follow one of my other passions, which is traveling and diving, as you said so nicely in the intro. But also after some months, I decided, no, I'm missing technology. As much as I love water and all my fish friends, it was really just the... For me, the passion to go back to technology and innovation driven industry. And then I found the job opportunity at Henkel, which was exactly matching my first two job experience. It was a perfect combination. And I thought like, yeah, why not here dare to make an impact um, in that new role? And I applied and I applied exactly at Henkel because I think Henkel and that was something what I thought really during the first lunch during my, my interview, but I said it was the second interview and then we had also a nice lunch, as I was in the canteen, I saw that very international environment and that's something where I thought like I really would love to work for an international um, company where I have the possibility to work with people from different countries with different backgrounds. Besides that Henkel is a big one with an a interne- big international player. Henkel has a very good reputation when it comes to the culture and how they manage their people and I can just say now being four and a half years in the company yeah my wishes came true uh, in that regard enjoying since then working internationally and also feeling the advantage especially during COVID um, time and all the other recent changes and impacts from the um, outside world that Henkel is very positive around their employees. Super interesting to hear that
1: I think what's so fascinating, especially having both of you here in this episode, is that you are at very different points in your career, right? Like, Karina, you're very advanced. You went through different career steps. And Isabel is just in the early stage of her career. So, Isabel, tell us a little bit about your experience so far with Henkel. Uh, how was like the first time your, your trainee Where are you at the moment? Um, tell us a little bit about that.
2: Yeah. So as you already mentioned during my intro, I joined Henke through a trainee program, also called graduate program. Yeah, and after finishing my studies, I was really looking for such a program because I think it's a great entry position and also a great learning opportunity to join a company through such a program. And honestly, I must say I stumbled across this job posting from Henkel, but it was a perfect fit in the end and I was really lucky enough to score a spot in the program that has a heavy focus on operations, which is what I really like. And at that time, I actually started another graduate program at a logistics company, but I felt that I was missing this technical environment. And so I was really happy to get this offer from Henke and um, therefore jumped at it. Yeah, and during this program where I spent... A big share of the time um, in production. I was reassured again that for me the technical environment is really uh, the right place, and that this is where I also want to stay. And so now with my new position as a she and sustainability manager, I'm back in the production, and I'm really happy to be here.
1: Awesome! It's really cool to see like how many opportunities you got on that way. Sounds very fascinating for me. So, Karina, from your experience being a little bit more ahead in the career path. What do you say are typical career opportunities at Henkel for women who are very passionate about these scientific topics and really want to work in the STEM field?
0: I thought about that question as a preparation, and I think there's no typical opportunity I would love to mention here, I'd rather states there are plenty. So it really depends on yeah, your motivation and your interest and your driver. could be like, for example, for Isabel, that she says she really likes the production environment most. There might be other people who are like the lab environment most. There are others who want to go out and see customers or a mixture and others who just said, "Okay, I just want to try out different fields. And that's everything what what Henkel is offering. And even here. Yeah, if you think like you can make an impact as a classical engineer going into, yeah, could be production, could be application engineering, could be a sales role, or you enter the company as a scientist, for example, and going into the classical product development, but also the people out of with a more digital background or more mathematic. We need those people as well to add value, for example, to program management, to controlling and so on. So as mentioned, there are plenty. It depends really on what you want to do and then find your sweet spot in the company or enjoy and that's also what i'm right doing with changing my position from application engineering to uh, from a regional application engineering position to a global infrastructure and services position it's kind of a complete job shift from external customers now to internal customers and that's also what i really like about henkel that you do have the opportunities to explore to grow within your subject but also cross subject wise where you can make an impact with your expertise not only on your local level in your country yourself but as Henkel is an international company there are also plenty of opportunities to go abroad or work internationally.
1: That sounds very promising basically that you can tailor your career or fit it perfectly to your skills and your interest right like how you want to develop basically as a woman in STEM.
0: Correct and the cool thing is also like that we do have that in based of our, our culture and our leadership commitment that we want to develop people with passion. And that's also, I'm pretty sure Isabel can confirm on that. That's what we are experiencing uh, within Henkel. It's not just words on a billboard. It's really part of our DNA. And that means also that you get on the job trainings, that you get external trainings, yeah, that you get mentors, coaches, sponsors, whatever you need to shape it. But here you need to dare to speak up and say like that. What I want to do, that's where I want to make an impact. And then, normally, if you bring the right level of expertise and passion to the table, you are more than supported.
1: You already mentioned an amazing tip, right? Like really speaking up and mentioning what you want to do and where you want to develop. And I think this is also an important tip that you just mentioned really being strong and talking about the areas you are excited about. So, Isabel, how is that for you? When you think about your current role or your career path, What are the areas that are really exciting for you? And maybe you can also talk a little bit about the areas that are challenging for you.
2: Yes. So as I already mentioned, for me, it's really exciting to be in this production environment. But other than that, I enjoy having a job that is meaningful. So I get to make meaningful impacts as well. So on the one hand, I make sure everybody is safe at work, which is, of course, very important. And then on the other hand, I get to improve our or reduce the ecological footprint to to protect our planet. In general, I really like how much I can change at Henkel. Already during the trainee program, I always got the impression or also saw it that my ideas were valued and also actually implemented, although I was that young or at an early stage in my career. And what is challenging for me is sometimes to push ideas because project topics are often on top of daily business for my stakeholders. So I find myself in situations where I need to convince people um, of the importance of my initiatives.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Super interesting um, what you mentioned. Karina, from your experience, also hearing about the challenges, but also the opportunities, especially for people who are just starting at Henkel, who might want to apply. What would you say? What are some skills that women really need to excel in these areas or in the broad field of STEM? Do you have any tips when it comes to
0: skills? Yeah, for me, it's not really about the skills itself that you say you need to be good at mathematics, for example. It's for sure you need to have a certain level of expertise Yeah, that's unnegotiable to be successful. But for me, what is much more important because all those things you can learn. Yeah, and that's also how I hired people and also how I got hired in my life so far. It's like there's an opportunity to grow. I think the most important part of a person who wants to strive a career is that they need to have a certain level of passion and have a certain level of drivers and those you should follow. And that could be all super different from an individual perspective. So the classical old ones yeah, are more like I would like to get a step up in hierarchy and earn that amount of money. But that's not the true those days anymore it's more like also what isabel just explained that she really is able to make an impact uh, that she's really to have an impact on the sustainability of our society or better said now with that one on the production of the henker product and that you beside of that you know what you want to drive yeah what is your passion that you have the openness to really learn and to grow and to step once in a while out of your comfort zone, because if you just stay in in your in the classical comfort zone, nothing will change. And that's also fine. Several people like to do that. But if you really would like to grow and be successful, then again and again, you need to challenge yourself in the way which is suitable for you to really make you grow.
1: Amazing. We've prepared a little game for our guests. It's called pairs of words, and I will briefly explain how it works. Our guests have to take turns choosing one of the two words I'm about to read out. Of course, there is no right and no wrong, and there is no time to think about it. So be spontaneous and fast is the motto here. So, Isabel, office or home office? Office, definitely. Karina, innovation or improvement? Then, if I need to pick one, then innovation. Okay, Isabel, meeting or email? Oh, meeting. Okay, Karina, customer visits or lab hours? Customer visits. Okay, Isabel, coffee machine or tea station? Coffee machine. Karina, safety goggles or face shield? safety goggles. So when you think about yourself, you mentioned, you know, getting out of your comfort zones, challenge yourself, following your passion. When did you, uh, Karina, had these moments in your career, those daring moments where you feel like I really stepped out of my comfort zone? It was maybe a little bit scary for me at that time, but I'm really happy that I did that.
0: Absolutely. I would say the biggest one was really when I just joined, um, Yeah, some months after I joined Henkel. So I was roughly nine months with the company. I started within Henkel with a small German-based team. Small in that regard, I mean, seven people. Um, that was already after the first months, enlarged um, to 14. So double the size. And then after nine months, I got the opportunity because we had a reorganization to take over the European lead for the application engineering. Group in automotive. That meant at that time, from a people perspective, going up to more than 30 people. In addition, yeah, so really again doubling the size, plus also establishing a team which never existed before. So there was nothing established. Yeah, no processes, no whatever. And in that moment, it was really. I still remember also the conversation where my where the global head asked me if I'm scared. I said no, I'm not scared. I just have respect about the task I had not really the opportunity to to say no at that time and I was really thinking like is that really something what I want to do and I'm still happy that I talked with a good friend uh, back in time who said like you love to manage people you love you have a passion for those application engineering topics so give it a try and I was really at that time I said like whoa that's a tough one um, but I kept on on going in that regard and weeks after weeks I learned it's not as scary as I thought in the first time and that I really enjoyed it and yeah I grew the team then in the last four and a half years from a bit more than 30 to more than 70 people and didn't feel the difference anymore and just enjoyed it having now even taken over a bigger team than I had before and I'm not worried about that anymore so that really also helped me to push my own boundaries and uh, overcome them
1: wow I think it's so fascinating to hear about these milestones right like in the past where you know this really shaped my career like this decision uh, where I stepped out of my comfort zone and I didn't regret it I think it was a good decision so I think
0: very motivating to hear that And maybe to add just to that, because I'm thinking just changing position um, in the last weeks again, I again and again feel and that really helps me that some of those things only exist in our mind. Yeah, also there where I Mm -hmm. thought like just due to the sheer number of people, I thought like, well, I can't do it instead of, yeah, why not give it a try? Um, And I just feel what, what happened in my brain while also stepping now into a new opportunity. And really that moment helps me a lot to say like, no, don't think about, don't make that thought in your mind too big that you can't do it. Give it a try. Go ahead. And then normally everything works out fine and I'm having a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, perfect. Trying it out, seeing how you like it, you could always go back to your comfort zone. But like taking that leap, I think is very, I think, fascinating to hear. So Isabel, how is that for you? When you think about those daring moments in your career,
2: when did you step out of your comfort zone? Yeah, so for me, stepping out of my comfort zone means to actively change things, although I might be in a very comfortable position and that is also linked to career changes. So very daring for me at that time was to make the decision to change companies from that logistics company to Henkel, because I was in a comfortable position. I liked the team, I liked the company, but I really felt that something was missing. So I had to be daring and say, I want to try it out. I want to find out if that career path at Henkel is maybe more fitting for me. So that was a daring moment and also this very recent career change. So always when changing careers, there's new challenges, new responsibilities, new people, new environment. I think very quickly we adapt to that. But in that moment, it feels very daring. And when
1: you think about, because I know that a lot of people are also listening to this episode who might you know, want to apply for a position at Henkel in the STEM field who are thinking about taking the sleep, going out of their comfort zone, taking the step, just you just mentioned, Isabel. Do you have any tips for women taking the step, taking the sleep?
2: I think it is very important to be bold and to not let people tell you that something is impossible. So if there's an opportunity... Try it out, stand up for your ideas and express them loudly. For me, it is crucial to build a network and also to support other women. I
1: love that. Amazing tips. Karina, what do you say uh, about that? Do you have any
0: tips for our listeners? I can 100% also confirm what Isabel just said. In addition to that, I would like to add, it's really trust yourself whatever anybody else around tells you for sure if you get advice and feedback you should listen to that yeah and, and adapt to yourself but there are so many people out there who tells you you can't do that you should not and especially if we talk here about women yeah is in that um, area it's that's not typical whatever yeah also to thrive for a career there's so many strange comments which you can get from your um, environment i can just say like really trust in yourself follow your own heart and your own passion and do what you want to do and if that's being a female on the production ground or is it might be yeah also female in engineering or it doesn't matter also if you are not talking about gender if you're coming from another country and you would like to work in germany for example or yeah a german wants to work in india for example why not if that's your passion follow it and also to add here to what isabel said about like yeah be bold and dare to speak up in that regard do that even if you are young uh, i learn a lot from our, let's say, call them youngsters. Um, It's super interesting also to have here the exchange across the generations. We can really, really learn a lot by having an open um, communication and open collaboration in that regard. And um, yeah, grow and learn and have fun all together.
1: Amazing tips. And I also really like that you mentioned this, especially people who are early in their career need to speak up because those are usually the people who are a little bit more scared to speak up in a meeting, talk about their ideas and thoughts. So I think super important that you mention that and especially that it's equally valued, right? Um, In a discussion. I think you two are very inspiring women in this field. And I think it's super, super motivating, especially for our listeners to really go in these directions. First of all, thank you for really sharing all these amazing insights and being so open about talking about your perspectives. We always end the session with a very special food for thoughts. This is something like a tangible tip for our listeners. So, what is your food for thought that you want to share with our listeners as a little takeaway Isabel?
2: um, so, my food for thought is about changing expectations for managers. while in the past, we saw managers rather as people who are achieving targets or um delegating tasks. I think nowadays, this picture of a manager or a leader has changed a lot towards somebody who is empathic and has a certain set of social skills. And also as part of my graduate program, I already took part in a um, training on leadership essentials, where I was expecting something along the lines of pushing your team towards yeah, achieving a certain goal. It was more on per- personal growth and Yeah, to to get a certain tool set how to improve your social skills. And since then, I go back to reflecting on what kind of leadership I prefer and what kind of leadership I expect from the managers around me and what true leadership really means to me. And it is really about somebody who, who leads with empathy who builds trust and also fosters growth in their team. And then also somebody who encourages two-way feedback and practices self-reflection. And I think regardless of what career stage somebody's in, it is important to... Yeah, to engage in this self-reflection and to um, constantly develop your skills. And I think Henke is recognizing this and preparing young people also already at an early stage to be good at leading people.
1: Amazing. So Karina, what is your food for thought?
0: I yeah, brought something from a totally different area, just more from what Henkel is actually doing in the adhesive world to give also the listeners some more insights into that. As Henkel is providing a lot of different materials, one of them is adhesives, and adhesives can be, as I already said before, uh, used for so many cool applications. And as I In my last job, I was part of the automotive components business, so I thought I brought something um, from this one. Um, And that is, um, for example, our materials can be used for everything regarding e-mobility. So means, um, for example, if you look at the a new, yeah, not the traditional car, but also there we have several applications. If you look at the new car, for example, you have the different application around um, batteries in that regard. And here we offer, for example, um, for the battery pack, different materials for sealing the overall battery pack for making the pack uh, itself more safer by having uh, materials in our portfolio which offers a certain um, thermal protection in that regard. And we're not offering only the materials itself, but also the consultancy and the technical support on how to apply them and how to use them in an automated process. And that's super cool. We're doing that on a general basis in all our business, not only true for automotive, but in regards to automotive, we have recently opened um, our new battery engineering lab in Dusseldorf and are ramping up the same ones on a global basis, so the next will be opened in uh, Shanghai and the other one then in Madison Heights in the US. And there we have big six-axis robots which are able to mimic a production-like dispensing process. And that's a thrilled one if you work, for example, in the area of application engineering. And we have a lot of videos also online about and uh, what we are doing there and also li- um, a very nice web page where you can get more information about that. We are um, supporting our customers in reeling really not only selecting the right material, but also how to apply that. And as I said, we can mimic that on a production-like scale and really provide here unique um, service to the customer. And it's a lot of fun to enable our customers to do their innovations in the current transformation of automotive. And as I said, not only there, but in so many other areas um, where adhesives could be used. So super interesting one from my perspective, and I said, if you would like to learn more, feel free also to reach out to me or check our website.
1: Super interesting that you mentioned that. A totally different perspective, but I think very interesting also for the listeners. We had an interview, I think it was two episodes ago, where we talked about the battery lab. So in case you want to learn more, of course, you can reach out to Karina, but also listen to the podcast episode. So... Thank you, Karina and Isabel, for sharing your perspectives. I must say, I really, really enjoyed hearing about your career experiences. Uh, also, that you really pushed to be bold and really dare step out of your comfort zone and speak up. I think this was super, super interesting and motivating to hear also that you, you talked a lot about really crafting your career at Henkel, like follow your passion and go your way. If it's like changing teams, um, working with bigger teams or going in a different direction, there are a lot of options and opportunities. And I think it's super interesting to have these role models like you too and really see how far you have come in your career and on your career path so, uh, so far. So... Thank you so much for sharing all of that with us. And of course, also, thank you so much for listening. So be the one who dares and tune in to our next episode. Thank you.